Jeremiah 3.15, And I will give you pastors according to mine heart, which shall feed you with knowledge and understanding. Welcome to the podcast of the Kadesh Family Church, Newark Branch, a place where Jesus resides. Our main goal and purpose is to provide the solid foundation of Bible-based teachings for our day-to-day living. Preached to you by our residing pastor, Reverend Dr. Charles Osset. We hope you are blessed by the Word of God, and may your life never be the same. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Do you believe in the God of impossibilities? Do you believe that with God all things are possible? Do you believe that he makes a way where there is no way? Do you believe that he made, he parted the Red Sea? For the children of Israel to walk through. By the enemies, the enemies of the children of Israel were drawn by the same sea. In other words, God can create a situation that will bless you, but will destroy your enemies. The Red Sea was safety for the Israelis, but was danger for the Egyptians. That same situation can be a blessing to you, but it can destroy your enemies. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Rakapikon noli amazandali ababa. Freketeneli makunuli ama anali amazandali ama amoni aka andali ababa. Rakata anali mijikatunuli mama zeneli kaba anali masukataya. Meke fekete kalima kunuli amama. Father, thank you. We stand here this Sunday morning in the midst of a pandemic, in the midst of a calamity, in the midst of impending doom and disaster. But just like you did in Egypt, to the children of Israel, it was the passage of blessing. But to their enemies, it was destruction. So as we stand in this gloom and doom, to us, it is a blessing. But to our enemies, it's their destruction. Thank you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Put your hands together for the Lord. And I told you a story last week. Don't sit down yet. In Egypt, the Egyptian pharaohs, when they sit down, apparently the, the, the footstool that they put their foot on, okay, in the, pharaoh, the Egyptian pharaohs, when they, when they sit down, there's a footstool that they put your foot on. Apparently, on that foot, footstool is the picture of your enemies. So when the king sit down, he put his leg on his enemies. So if you can look under your shoe, just see the, see the face of your enemy. And sit down and step on your enemy. In Jesus' name. <laughs> Sit down and step on your enemy. Hallelujah. Are we blessed to be in church? Are we enjoying the in-person service? 
at this rate, we are ready to go up very soon. <laughs> I tell you, no, God is wonderful. No. I've seen God both in the studios. You can't even understand. What can make somebody be in trouble so that you'll be blessed? It's a very wonderful God. Very wonderful God. That he can actually make somebody be in trouble. Pa. They're in the trouble. Say trouble. Pa. <laughs> yeah. And then in the trouble, you rather then God will bless you. It's very interesting. That is why we should not try to understand God. Hallelujah. Don't even try to understand God. Hallelujah. His ways are very wonderful. Very, very wonderful. So today we are blessed in church. I can see a lot of my friends here. I can see Sapo here. I can see Fred here. My, my friends are in church. <laughs> Hallelujah. Moguls are in church. All my financial needs are met. <laughs> Hallelujah. But are we ready for the baby dedication? Church has started. We are dedicating babies. I said we are dedicating babies. Hallelujah. And of course, it means weddings are weddings are next to happen. And as as, as for weddings, we'll have it over and over and over. This church is built for weddings and renewal of vows. So those of you who are married already, don't worry, you still have an opportunity to come and renew your vows. You to your Saturday days coming, so your Saturday days not pass. Hallelujah. And I believe that today we are very blessed. This is, I believe this is the first dedication in this place, this beautiful temple. So it will be on record. As many, many more babies are dedicated, you said that I was the first. <laughs> Hallelujah. I was going to now. Julian, okay. The convener of the church in Julian. He's the convener. <laughs> convener of the New York Church. Reverend Derek Ban. <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah. God has blessed us today. The Bible says, children are a gift from God. And blessed is the man whose scripture is full of them. And I believe that it's wonderful. That in the midst of a problem, you can bless somebody. That's how God is. In the midst of the pandemic, people are giving birth. I mean, I mean, I am, I, I mean, I am, I am. I have been getting calls about pregnancies in this church. I'm telling you, we can see that by the grace of God. It's wonderful. You think about it. Us people are scared they are on ventilators. God. <laughs> God has blessed some people that they are making pandemic babies. 
wonderful thing. Hallelujah. So we have here um, a beautiful baby to be educated. So I want the family and the friends of the baby to come in front. Please, just if you can, friends and family, parents, friends and family. Let's welcome these beautiful babies. Social distancing, everything being observed. Wow. No, no, it's enough. Thank you very much. Beautiful. Hallelujah. Listen, the Bible says that the Bible says that children are a blessing from the Lord. And blessed is the man whose by is full of them. Hallelujah. As you can see, this is number one. And this is number two. So we keep on counting. <laughs> Four more to go according to the lesson. <laughs> he's a very young man. Very blessed. But I tell you, even though he's young and powerful, the Bible says that children are a blessing from the Lord. And blessed is the man who's covered by full of them. And as it was done in the days of Jesus when he was born, they brought the child to the temple. Be dedicated. The soul was strong. So we have here a beautiful baby to be dedicated. And in the Bible, we are 100% sure that the name was always given by the father. I believe this name was chosen by the father, of course, with consultation with the wife. Yeah? And names have meanings. So I want to ask the father of this baby the name of his beautiful daughter and why he chose that name. So, Mr. Brown. Hallelujah. Um, so the name of my daughter is... Uh, wrong, 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 wrong. Re rewind. Our <laughs> Mistake number one. <laughs> uh, mercy. Sorry. <laughs> so the name of our... <laughs> the name of our daughter is uh, Heaven Amufa Edia. Heaven. Heaven Amufa Edia. Heaven. Heaven, yes. Wow. I'm sure. Explain. What, give us why, why you chose that name. Okay, uh, so heaven uh, signify uh, uh, my salvation and uh, the salvation of my family. Mm -hmm. And it also actually gives me an automatic uh, ticket to paradise. <laughs> oh, yes. Every time you say I'm already qualified. I'm already qualified. <laughs> and actually... <laughs> Amofa is my dear mom's name. The mother's yeah, name. Um, yeah. And Abia, obviously, is uh, my last name and my dad's name. Okay. So uh, that's how I came by. Heaven Amofa Abia. Heaven Amofa Abia. That's a very beautiful name. Heaven. <laughs> Heaven. Every time, you, every time you call the person, it makes you conscious of your salvation. Heaven. Hallelujah. So we thank God for such a beautiful name. Heaven Amofa. Beautiful name. I'm a far. I'm a far. Yes, please. Different one. I'm a far. I'm a far. No, Ashanti Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah. Heaven. I'm a far. Idea. Actually, it's a very good name. Heaven. It brings eternity always into mind. Hallelujah. And heaven is a beautiful place. Heaven is a lovely place. 
Hallelujah. So I want us to shut up our hands and pray for this beautiful baby. Makela mazondo ria baba. Mijeneri kabra. Bakatando liya masukatando ria mama. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for heaven. Heaven. The new Jerusalem. The city of God. The beautiful place. Father, a name has a meaning. As we lay our hands on heaven, may her life be heavenly. May her life be beautiful. May her life be spiritual. May her life be rich. This is heaven. This is heaven. Father, wherever she goes, the Bible says in heaven there is peace. May there be peace around her. May there be peace around her. We sanctify the name heaven. We sanctify the name Amufar. We sanctify the name Edua. This child is blessed of God. Today we are seeing heaven. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Heaven. Beautiful name. Hallelujah. Amen. So, the charge. It's a very good big brother. Are you going to be a big brother to heaven? <laughs> Hallelujah. I want us to take a charge from the family. Because every time you see somebody out there wandering in the street, he did not drop from a tree. Somebody gave birth to them, but they disappointed them. That is why they are walking up the street. So I want to charge this family. Okay. So I want to make sure. Hallelujah. Okay. Edward, do you promise to be a godly father, a provider, a protector? Provider, protector, and a leader to your beautiful daughter. You promise that no matter where she is, she will know that I have a father that I can run to. You promise that she will not be abandoned to the elements. That because of you, there will always be a roof over her head. Yes, I do. By the grace of God. By the grace of God. Put your hands on Gloria, you promised to be a godly woman. A woman after God's own heart. To raise heaven. Just like Hannah raised someone. Bring her, let her know the things of God from early. You promised to be a spiritual and a prayerful woman. That you, heaven will know that no matter where I am going through, my mother is praying for me. And because my, of my mother's prayer, I will always find my way back. You promise to be a godly woman. That, yes, no, 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 no. A godly woman. That when heaven, when she looks at you, she will say, I would like to be like my mom. Do you promise? Yes, sir. All by the grace of God. Put your hands together for prayer. Then, on behalf of our prophet and our founder, Bishop Dagwood Mills. I present to you, Mr. Edmund, after Edward, the certificate of dedication. Okay? On this day, to heaven, Amofa, Edria. Amofa, heaven, Amofa, Edria. Heaven, Amofa, Edria. Now, the picture, the family picture. Can we take a family picture? Oh, you got it. 
Well, you can take your mask off for a second for the pictures because pictures with masks don't have comfortable shooting with you. Alpha, look at it, look at it. Thank you. Put your hands together for the areas. Yeah, okay, wonderful. Before the family sits away, the mother has a beautiful testimony she wants to give. So let's hear her testimony before we preach. Hallelujah. Amen. I'd like to first of all thank God for everything that he has done for us. We are very grateful to him. He has not been an easy journey. When I got pregnant, I was very sick. I got a COVID. It was a very tough time, and around the same time, my father passed away. It was, I didn't know what to do. I remember I called Reverend, and Reverend was there all the time. He would call LPLA, and they were always there, like, Reverend, I didn't know where to turn to, because if you lose your father, it's like an empty hole, even though we didn't have a... Um, long-time relationship the last few months of my dad's life i was very there with him so losing him that quickly was like a blow to me because i thought we had just renewed our relationship and it was going well then reverend stepped in reverend didn't leave me he didn't just be a pastor he was there like a father he gave me the directions the guidance and the love that a daughter would look for from a father so he really stood in also the church was just amazing I don't know what I would be without the church. Like, if you hear me advocating about Lighthouse, it's not because I join the church, but because of the family that I have in the lower front. Like, if I need something, somebody's ready to jump in. When I had a baby, people are really coming out to ask me, do you love Jesus? It overwhelms me. I don't know about you, but I know I'm in a family. And sometimes we become a little bit prodigal, we leave, but the church is always standing at the door and it's um, waiting for us with an open house. They always ask us. I would like to say very good thank you. Thank you. You are very great mothers. I really appreciate you all. Amen. Beautiful. That's Gloria, my daughter. When she mentioned the age of her father, I said, I'll give it back to you. <laughs> Hallelujah. Isn't that beautiful? Look, don't underestimate, don't underrate the power of the church. Hallelujah. When you hear people talking about criticizing the church, ignore them. You don't know when you leave the church. See, one time, uh, I think CNN, when Larakim was the uncle, CNN tried to, they, they brought Benahim, Benahim in CNN life. You know, the usual criticism. Okay, so you drive this car, you live here, you say this, they criticize Benahim on the, on the Larkin show. I mean, talk about all the, all, all the negative things they can give to a pastor. Then, after that, they opened the line on the Larkin show and said, does anybody have a question for Pastor Benahim? So people called in. The first call was from somewhere in Afghanistan. You know? And all the whole interview about the scandals about Ben Hinn. So the first call was from Afghanistan. 
Pastor Benny, my brother is dying of a cancer. Can you pray for me? He didn't hear the criticism at all. If he has an opportunity to call Benny, he's asking for it. A need. The second case from England, the second call from England. I'm going through this challenge. I have a this tumor. Pastor Benny, thanks for taking my call. Pray for me. Larry was shocked. So sometimes when people are nya, 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 about the church, you have not seen a problem before. When you see a problem, you, you see that the church is the heaven and the sanctuary. Like he was shocked that he thinks that the people will call and ask. They call for prayer. It's like this Benihim. If I have an opportunity to speak to him, I better get my prayer before. So let's let's appreciate what God has done. Amen. Wonderful. And those of you who have not been here, welcome to our new sanctuary. You love our sanctuary. Beautiful. Amen. So for a short time, I just want to talk, I mean, the service. Don't worry, it's our church. We are enjoying it. Amen. So sit down and relax. Tell your neighbor, relax. Let's, for a few moments, I want to talk about, some talking about born again. You know, born again. To be honest with you, to be, to be born again is, is to be a Christian. Okay? When you say somebody is born again, it's a Christian. Because they were first called Christians. That's what, basically that's what it means. But you know, like everything else, Christianity at the point became so diluted. Okay? Christianity at the point became so diluted that God has to raise another movement. Do you get it? That's when the, 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 the born again churches started. So you, you got a church that was based on one verse in the Bible, except a man be born again. Because before then, there were the Orthodox churches and there were Christian churches. The Catholic was Catholic, uh, Catholic Methodist, Anglican. They were there before, and they were Christian churches. But you know, at the point, the thing with Christianity is that that's why the Bible says, "In Him we move." That you see, the thing with, with Christianity is that. When a movement comes, and we all appreciate it and we settle with it. And after one, after a while, we get so used to it and we refuse to progress. I'm telling you something. We refuse to progress. So when we refuse to progress, then God has to raise up. Are you hearing me? Refuse to progress. So it's interesting that things start as a movement, but over a period of time becomes a monument. So it was the Catholic. Then after that, the Protestants came. Then a, a, a group of churches came called the Charismatic which be, So now, now to, to separate Christian, to, to, to make Christianity not a routine, they, we said that we are born again. In other words, we are, but to be born again is not different from being a Christian, but because it was so diluted. And now, and now unfortunately, Charismatics are becoming the same. So don't be surprised if God raises another movement. Don't be surprised. Don't be surprised. Because in him we move. 
So, so another, another way I'm trying to say that learn to be abreast of the move of God. Because when we like something, we settle for it. But God is moving. God is moving. We should not be comfortable. From, God is moving. Hallelujah. And if we don't move, you will bring another group. Hallelujah. So in John chapter 3, verses 1 to 8, can you put that scripture on the, so that we can read it? John chapter 3. There was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. The same came to Jesus by night and said unto him, Rabbi, we know that thou art a teacher come from God, for no man can do these things except, thou, except that thou doest, except God be with him. Jesus answered and said unto him, Very, very, I said unto you, except, you see, this, this is the only, this is the only place in the whole Bible that the, that, that word born again applies. And we have taken one statement and formed the whole denomination out of it. So when you hear born again church, this is the only place in the Bible. Except a man born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. So we picked up a denomination out of one way. But what I'm trying to say is that God truths keeps on moving on. And we must grow in truth. So we have settled on the born again part. But you see, we must grow in truth. I won't lie to you. Going to heaven alone is not based on being born again. No, I'm giving you a shocker. There are more components to it. Hallelujah. We must grow in truth. Yes. You read the scripture that Jesus said that I was sick. I was hungry and you did not feed me. Didn't you read that scripture? I was in prison and did not visit me. Then the person said, Lord, when? When when were you in sick that we did not visit you? When were you in prison that you never visit you? And he said, As when you did not do it for the list of this, you did not do it for me. And because of that, I will separate the sheep and the goats. So it's amazing that there's also a certain type of judgment that is based on what you do for others, not only speaking in tongues. Right. We charismatic, we settled at the born again. Are you hearing me? So we have to grow in truth. Don't settle. Don't settle. The Orthodox settled in grace. They settled in, I mean, I mean, the Catholic was wax. Then Luther came with grace. But we, we have come with born again. Settled. We've come in close. But there's more truth. So we need to move on. Hallelujah. And he shall set the sheep on his right hand and the goat on the left. And the basis of who is the sheep or who is the goat is based on what you do for others. It's very interesting. What makes you a sheep or a goat is what you do for others. Why? It's very interesting. So let's move on in truth. 
Let's move on in truth. The church must move on in truth. Even in, even, even in the area of love, love has so many components. Most of us have settled on love is kind, but love is not only kind. Love is also patient. Love is also long-suffering. It's all part of love. Love, love, love suffers long. Love is not envious. Love is not boastful. So if you are patient, you are boastful, you have not advanced in love. It's not puffed. So what I'm going to say that let's keep moving in God. It's very important. I'm telling you. Let's keep moving in God. So you may even know a certain way of worship in the past. Maybe the way you know worship with God was which was maybe a move, which was something maybe a, a, a move of God at that time. But maybe for now, what you know, God has moved on. Now God wants babies and cyclists to praise him. So now God is asking for and you are telling you see. God has moved on now. God, God wants babies and sucklings to praise him. So they praise him the way babies know. That's the girl was doing that. Then she would do like this. And, and, and you are sitting there. Is this church? You are behind. You are behind. You are behind. You have become a monument. You have become a monument. Be faithful. Hallelujah. So he says, marvel not. So then, then he went on to say, marvel not. Marvel not, you don't be surprised. And I tell you, marvel not is marvel not. Because one of the things, one of the worst assumptions you make in life is to assume that you are saved, when you are not saved. It's very scary. He said, marvel not. Marvel not means that Nicodemus, don't be shocked. Yes, you are a leader, you are a ruler of the Jews. You teach and you preach, but don't be surprised that you are not born again. You see, this is the part that scares me in the Bible because you think that you can be a leader in the church and you are not born again. Hallelujah. It means that your parents can be in the church, but you are not born again. It means that your husband will be in the church, but you are not born again. It means that your wife will be in the church, but you are not born again. Marvel not. Hallelujah. So, then, you marvel that you must be born again. Next verse. The wind bloweth where it listeth, and thou hearest the sound thereof, but cannot tell when it cometh, and whither it goes. So is everyone that is born of the Spirit. Hallelujah. So Jesus told, because there was a look, being born again is like the wind. Are you understand my teaching? You don't see the wind. You don't see that the wind is blue, the wind is green, the wind is... You don't see it. But you know the wind is blowing by the movement of the trees. In other words, you pick up wind movement by the size. So when you see that the wind is going this way, you know the wind is blowing. Hallelujah. 
So Jesus is saying that, how do we know that somebody is born again? It's not by what they say, by the signs. Because born again, dear, everybody's born again in Ghana. In fact, there's a, place in, there's a place in Africa called Ghana. There's a place in Africa called Ghana. If you go there, guys, if you go there, everybody is born again, including the cast. I've never seen a place that, look, everybody, including the cast, you see on the car, Jesus is my savior. I'm serious. Jesus is my savior. By the grace of God, you see a saloon, God anointed hand saloon. Everything is born again in that country. <laughs> For God so loved the world boutique. Meanwhile, <laughs> he has written for God so loved the world boutique. Meanwhile, if you enter the boutique, the thing you see there, you wonder at that. <laughs> Which part of this is God so loved the world? So everything is born again. But you see, it's not by that. By the signs. Hallelujah. By the sign. So Jesus said that, how is somebody born again? Pick up that thing by the sign. The Bible says, you shall know them by their fruits. Hallelujah. So I start talking to you about the signs of being born again. The early signs of crying, holding, you know. And then the, some of the latter signs. The latter signs. The latter signs over a period of time, once somebody is born again, you should see. Hallelujah. You should see. See, one of the things that I tell people when I ask, Are you born again? Say, uh, I'm not sure. And I say, You are not born again. Because if you are born again, you should be sure. Anybody who tells that I'm not sure is not born again. No, no, no. If you ask me, Are you born again? I'm not sure. You are not born again. Please ask, Are you a girl? Of course. Don't say, I'm not sure. Unless it's these days. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah. I hear me. So Jesus said that when somebody is born again, or, or so you yourself, when you are born again, say, look, look out for the signs. And this is this type of preaching is not for somebody. Sometimes when we come to hear the preacher, you see he's preaching for somebody. No, what I am preaching for you is a checklist for yourself. Use it to check for yourself to make sure that you are saved. So he said, number one, the latter science, he said that Romans chapter 12, he says, he says, he says, he says, you must present your bodies. Romans 12, 1 and 2, let's go there. I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the message of God, that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice. So a sign that you are born again, you are born again, is the ability to present your body. Present your body. Bring your body to God. Not because you are, you are not your body. You are not your body. Man is a spirit. He has a soul. And lives in the body. So the ability to bring your body to the subjection of the word of God is what makes you a Christian. And I, I am not supposed to present your body. You are supposed to present your body. And we learn that the body is the same. I'm going back. So I'm taking my time to teach you. We learn that the body is the same. All flesh is flesh. I'm telling you. All flesh is flesh. 
The flesh of the Pope is no different from the, the flesh of the Cardinal. It's no different from the, the flesh of the drunkard. Every flesh is flesh. That's flesh. There is nothing like, there's nothing like a special flesh. All flesh is flesh. And the works and, and the flesh has a unique way of behaving. That is why the Bible lists the works of the flesh in Galatians 5. The works of the flesh are, they begin to list them, adultery, fornication, wickedness, whatever it is. Everybody's flesh is the same. That's it. So a sign that you are born again is that you must be able to carry this your flesh and say, flesh, Lord, I'm bringing you. Because everybody's flesh is the same. Everybody's flesh is the same. It means, so when the Bible talks the works of the flesh are, listen, to, listen carefully. Now, the works of the flesh are manifest. Now, listen to me. Which are these? These are the works of the flesh. Number one, adultery. So do you think you can commit adultery? You think you can, oh, I can. Yes. Do you think you can commit? Oh, yes. Do you think you can commit? Yes. Are you surprised? Yes. Look, please, I'm preaching a serious message. Don't deceive yourself. You are capable of doing it. You are 100% capable. So, you understand? The next one is fornication. I am, I am going to ask a flesh that looks very holy on the outside. Do you think you can commit fornication? It's a very holy flesh. Yes, very It will not happen to her, but flesh. Do you, you understand what I'm saying? You see, and I'd like to answer. You see, she's not like that at all. But the, admi- the, the fact that this thing can happen. She's not like that at all. It's a very serious, holy Christian sister. I can vote for her any day. Any day. But I'm trying to make an illustration that even among the best of flesh, even among the best of flesh, because when I'm talking flesh, all of you are looking at this flesh and this other flesh. <laughs> Why him? Why him? Why him? You are judging him. You are your flesh is bad. <laughs> you are looking behind you. Do you think your flesh is? Do you think your flesh is different? <laughs> She's looking behind her. Do you think your flesh is different? Your flesh is flesh. But the Bible said that when you are born again, present it. Present means carry it. Take it along. So I look, flesh, you are not fornicating. You are not doing a lot. Lasciviousness, whatever lasciviousness means, you are not doing it. Whatever it means, I don't know. What does it mean? You are inclined to last because there are some brothers that every time they pass. Mm. <laughs> I'm preaching. And I used to think that it was only brothers who were inclined to last until I started talking to some sisters. 
and they said, mm, Brad, he's got a six pack, man. I said, hey! I was very surprised when I heard some sister said, mm, he got beard, man. I say, I thought those were the men's problems. Mm. That's seriousness. Whatever it means. Next one. What else? Idolatry. Idolatry. You can be an idol worshiper. And let me tell you something. The days of idolatry of worshiping, worshiping gods and stones is over. Idolatry nowadays involves worshiping of money. And if money is a god, because the Bible says you cannot serve God and mammon. If money is a god, then I'm saying that maybe most of us are idols. Because we worship the dollar. Five a.m. Not dollar, dollar they chase you. I mean, you are you, you wake up in the morning without even without having your quiet time. Who is your god? God or dollar? Witchcraft. Witchcraft. Witchcraft is control. Witchcraft is control. Anything that controls you is witchcraft. And I bet to say a lot of Christian sisters are witches. Manipulative. Manipulative. Witchcraft. Manipulative. Because I don't talk to her, I don't want you to talk to her. If you want to be my friend, then I don't talk to her. So don't talk to her. You see, that, that's witchcraft. Because she don't talk to her, she didn't talk to her. So, so it's not every witch that flies by night. This is witchcraft. If I don't, because I don't talk to her, don't talk to her. And sometimes, sometimes some wives are witches. Well, if, if, if you love me, and you care for me, then you should not be speaking to her. You saw the way she treated. She was so disrespectful, and you still kept quiet. No, if I was to tell you the truth, you were at fault. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm a voice to the voiceless. <laughs> Thank you, brother. I'm preaching. Thank you. That's why I am. I'm a voice to the voiceless. If I was to tell you that you are at fault, but because you understand, but you are blaming witchcraft. If you have all my moguls in church, all my financial problems are solved. <laughs> yeah. Are you hearing me? Hatred. Hatred. And let me tell you something. You see, you see flesh here. Eh? You see, all flesh is flesh. All flesh is a magazine. Every flesh and its predisposition. You want to say predisposition? Like a young flesh has things like lust and uh, lust and conjugation. It's a young flesh problem. But when it comes to the hatred, see, hatred eh? even though all flesh is flesh eh? there's a, there's a dif- difference between, the, uh, even though all flesh is flesh. Women's flesh are more prone to hatred than men's flesh. Jesus, brother. Women's flesh are more prone to hatred 
than a man's flesh. If you talk about people who can hate and be wicked, women are more than men. That is the, that I'm home. That you see, if if you ask, if you if you want, if you want to find out, ask. Maybe you don't have it here, but ask any home where there is a maid, and ask the maid who is nicer, madam or sir. Hey, sir, sir, sir. <laughs> <laughs> if you ask us, if any maid, who is nicer, they will say. Because, because, let me tell you something. And, and it's the same reason why most of you will not like to work for lady bosses. You can't am I speaking the truth. You prefer a man, a man boss to a lady boss any day. Yes. Because they are predisposed to hatred. Hatred. So if you're a woman, you must know that is, that is the direction that your flight is inclined to. So work on it. I'm telling you, by nature, by default, by default, when a woman is not filled with the spirit, they, they operate in hatred. Variance. What's variance? Contention. Quarreling. Emulations. Wrath. Angry. 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 Every small thing, you are throwing tantrums. Strife. That's us. Seditions. Seditions. Sedition. Sedition means partying. Let me tell you, let me tell you something. Parties. Sedition means parties. It means separate. It means tribalism. It means racism. And some of us will say, oh, I'm not racist. Fine. But you are tribalistic. It's one of the same kind. It's one of the same kind. Okay? The fact that you cannot understand your daughter or your son marrying from another tribe. <laughs> it's true. It's the same thing. You see, and, and, and you see, and, and like, like, like I said, I'm continuing, like I'm saying, like I'm preaching to us. These are works of the flesh. But you can see that the first ones that we listed were works of the flesh of young people. Then these ones are the works of the flesh as you grow older. As people grow older, you begin to see separation. You begin to see strife. You begin to see seditions. Old people are more conscious of which tribe and which you come from. Young people don't care. Your best friends are maybe your best friends can be a Hispanic, a Puerto Rican. They don't think about it, but you think about it. If your know, if your son was to bring out a Puerto Rican lady, you say, mm, "My son is lost." the Puerto Rican lady is born again and she be a far better wife. You are so conscious of it. I'm preaching. As we grow, you see, as we grow, we get set more in those things. So all, all that flesh has its own problems. 
Ja. Oder Fleisch. And the Bible says that you must present your body. Be conscious of it. Say, I am a Christian. I'm not going to behave like this. Body, you're not behaving like this. Hallelujah. Yeah. That's what it is. Present your body. Present your body. Present your body. Yeah, present your body. Your body cannot be cut out. And I say that the more you mature, when I say mature as a Christian, the more you have control of your body. It is the same thing. In the natural, babies don't have control of their bodies. In the natural, they don't. If a baby wants to poop right now, no release. Doesn't care where we are. Are you hearing me? You just do it. But as you might, but if you want to poop right now, no, you can't. You have to control it. No matter how strong the edge is, you have to control it. Because you are an adult. So the ability to control your flesh is a sign of how mature you are. So, so, so in the same way, if every time you feel like touching a breast, you touch it. Then you are behaving like this baby. Then you are behaving like this baby. Are you hearing me? But, but as you mature, even though you feel like, it's not about the feeling of it. Because, are you understanding? The feeling of it is the nature of the flesh. It's the doing of it. That makes you whether you are mature or not. So what, what I'm saying, the feeling of it, so what I'm saying, the feeling of it is the nature of the flesh. So every flesh feels the same. So it's not the feeling. So don't say that mm, I'm a sinner. Mm, I cast you out. There was one, there was one brother. There was one, one brother. Every time she wakes up, so you have some feelings. I cast you out. You, say, you don't cast it out. <laughs> <laughs> it's not meant to be cast out. It's not a casting out thing. It's control. Just like when, when he wants to poop, he will not. But if he wants to do so, it's not a feeling. It's the ability to control. That's why the Bible says, present your body. Hallelujah. In other words, in other words, what Jesus is saying that if you cannot control your body, be careful whether you are born again. Hallelujah. At a time, a sign that you are born again, that you tell your body, you are sleeping, you are praying, you are fasting. You are not watching that pornography. You are not. You are not watching it. No matter the edge you have, you are not watching it. You, you should be able to tell your you should be able to tell your brother that you are not quarreling with that cousin anymore. Hallelujah. So he said, your body has a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable, which is your reasonable service. Hallelujah. Then he goes on to give you the remedy. Or the, the treatment, or how to overcome it. He said, for verse two, no. Okay, 
and that verse uh, and be not conformed to the and because of that, and be not conformed to this world. Okay, but be ye transformed. That's what we talked about last week. Be ye transformed by the renewal of your mind. Let me tell you something. No matter what anybody tells you, the only way you can be transformed is if your mind is renewed. So, the, so, so if you, if, if, if I was you, the question you have to ask the reverence, how can I renew my mind? Because once your mind is renewed, you are transformed. Once your mind is renewed, you are transformed. And your mind needs to be renewed. Because let me tell you something, we are born with a lot of prejudice, prejudices. Who does a word like that? Singlish prejudice. I don't know what the plural is prejudice. I've asked my wife. She's my English teacher. So, yeah. Is that correct? Prejudices. So, the plural is prejudice. And the singlish prejudice. You also did English, right? I thought it was prejudices. Kendra, <laughs> is that right? It's prejudice, right? It's not prejudices. Okay. Kendra says it. My wife says it. I accept it. The rest of you, your English is like mine. <laughs> you are born with some prejudice. I'm telling you, we are born with prejudice. You grew up so unconsciously, you don't even know that's how you think. That is why your mind needs to be renewed. Be transformed. Transformation comes when your mind is renewed. Without your mind being renewed, you cannot be transformed. We need a renewal of our mind. Yeah. That's, where, that's where the transformation begins. Because your mind is like a computer. Garbage in, garbage out. Renew your mind. Renew your mind. And you renew your mind. Let me tell you. You renew your mind by the material you put in. So if you want to renew your mind as a Christian, then renew it with the word of God. Renew with preaching. I, I, I can tell you something. There is nobody here who will have any better future if all that you do is you load your mind with garbage television. Terrible TV shows. You are always on the internet. You are, is it, let me tell you something. That is what your mind will be. I'm telling you. You live on Netflix series one, series two, series three. You don't remember the last. You, you don't remember the last time you had a preaching message. Wow. Are you surprised that you are failing? That's why. That's that's why last week I talked about the the uh, uh, the uh, what they call the cyber redrawer. Cyber redrawer. Now we are beginning to see children. That they spend their whole day on the internet, they are playing games to the point that when you take the computer, they, they can't behave. So basically, they are like a, 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 someone who's on drugs that you have taken the drug away. That is why, as soon as you take the shut the computer away, the child begins to misbehave. Throw tantrums. It's a sign. The fact that your behavior changes when it's taken away from it is something that you are addicted to it. 
Just like when you stop a, a crack addict from crack, they misbehave. That is why a crack addict will break a window to take a dollar to go and use for crack. The same way. So the mind is very important. And let me tell you something. When you are born again, you see, you can have a new spirit but an old mind. That's why you have to renew your mind. Your, your spirit may be new, but your mind is old. You need to renew your mind about the things of God. I don't think anybody can, I don't think anybody can have a successful, a successful marriage without renewing your mind. I can tell you for a fact. You will never have a successful marriage if you don't renew your mind. Marriage, no, 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 no. I'm telling you. Unless you renew your mind, you can never have a successful marriage. That's the secret. I'm telling you. Because, you see, marriage is a union of two fallen fleshes. So, by the nature of it, by the nature of it, if we don't renew our mind, we'll always be operating by the flesh. If there is one institution that requires an element of foolishness to succeed, it's marriage. Wow. I'm preaching. I'm, I'm preaching to you. I should say it again. If there's one institution that requires a bit of foolishness for it to work, it's marriage. If you sit in other words, in other words, if you are somebody who wants, who doesn't want to be cheated, who always wants your rights, who always wants to be defended, you cannot marry. You insist on your rights, you can never marry. If there's one institution that requires a bit of foolishness, not a, not a bit, a lot. You can never marry. So when you see a successful marriage, know that there's an element of mind renewal that I've given up certain rights, I've given up certain privileges, I've accepted certain conditions. That is why this thing is working. Because the nature of human beings that if I live with you for a while, it's only a matter of time, we will clash. <laughs> who clash? We will clash. Marriage! I'm preaching. And I've been a pastor for a while. And every time I've cancelled people, I, you know, I come to the same conclusion. The reason why you want to separate that you are not, you are not, you are not willing to be cheated. But for a marriage to succeed, you must, be, you must allow yourself to be cheated. There's no other way. I, I was like, there's no other way. Because, so if you're somebody who always wants to be vindicated, who always knows your right, you can't take me for a fool, then you cannot marry. Then don't get in. Because there's, a, there's an element of which you just have to accept it. And that's what brings the beauty. Because when it works, it's beautiful. But people are not willing to allow it to work. Look! 
a mind renewer. So don't come, you see, don't come, you see, don't come with. Well, my father was not like that. My dad used to work every day. My dad worked five days a week. My dad over time. They, my, my, my dad used to work like this. My, 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 my dad was always hard working. So if you're not going to go down, I can't live here. Then marry your father. <laughs> then marry. Just go marry your dad. Or, or listen, my mom, my, my, my mom made sure that there was always food in the house. My mom always cooked. My, my mom always cooked. I'm sorry, she can cook. <laughs> and when you were in the, listen to me, listen to me carefully. And when you were in the relationship, you saw it. You knew that this girl don't like to cook. But you were under the delusion that she would change. Mm. I'll refer you. According to Bishop Dag, marriage is seesaw. What you saw is what you see. So if you can't handle it now, don't go there. People. So if you are, so if you are looking for a woman who will make you hot banku and fetri every day, then marry your mother. Just go and marry, go and marry your mother. Yes. Because your mother made bank banku and fetri every Friday afternoon for your father. Fine, then go and marry your mother. Because this girl is not about to make any fetri. <laughs> so if you want, what I'm saying that unless you then you don't, it's, it's, a, it's the only institution that can say requires that element of punishment. That is why that is why it is easier to do it when you are young. Because when you are long, when you is it, when you are young, you marry because of love. And love is blind. So by the time your eye will open, you're already inside. <laughs> I'm preaching. Yeah. I'm preaching. By the time your eye open, you're already inside. <laughs> yeah. You grow, you see, as you grow and you begin to like your eye open too much, so it makes it difficult. So I always tell people that look, me, I married young girl. When I, I married young, when I was married, when I was married, my wife's paycheck was not more than my paycheck. So I mean it was love, so she used to bring me her paycheck. So by the, by the time her eye opened, I was already inside. <laughs> <laughs> her mother used to say that by you everything like, her mother even told her that, I will not talk to you again because everything I tell you tell your husband yeah. what, what if I was maybe about to marry her now it will be the same <laughs> So by the time we realize we are inside. That's that. There's an element of foolishness. You need to renew your mind. You need to renew your mind. Look, suddenly mind renewal is so important. Otherwise, it doesn't work. 
You have to renew your mind that the two is better than one. And, and therefore, the key of, key of acceptance is, is good. So even though I am being cheated here, in the long run, when the two come together, it's still better than one. Some of, some of you guys, you need to renew your mind that marriage means that I'm leaving my mother. You have to renew your mind that marriage means I am leaving my mother. Because up to this point, everything is your mother, your mother, your mother, your mother. So if you are not willing to leave your mother, then don't come to embarrass somebody's daughter. And, and, and 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 and, 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 and let me tell you something. Shh. Listen to me carefully. Let me tell you something. It's sometimes a bit of foolishness to leave your mother. Because look at all this person has labored for. And the pain and the one you have for the person. But a point comes, you must just leave. That's where the foolishness comes in. That, that I must leave. I must leave. But if you are not willing to do that, and you're going to say, well, before you came, my mother raised me up. For my mother, but for my mother, you don't have a son to marry. Then go back to your mother. Just go back. All I'm saying is like, you see, mind renewal is necessary. Spiritually, mind renewal. You see, let me tell you something. Even as a Christian, you have to re- renew your mind about prosperity. Because you see, most of us, or some of us came from a background of where we equate orthodox Christian to poverty. So anything prosperous, we think it's sin. So even your mind, you need to renew it. Let me tell you, you need to renew your mind about prosperity. That prosperity is not sin. And, 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 and also, I, I, I can tell you some things, you, you see, our mind renew it. Like that. I will say something. You see, some of us are so much stuck in the old days that we see even having fun and entertainment as sin. Let, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. There is some that, that, in serving God, there is an area of clean entertainment and clean fun. There is. Because when the prodigal son came back, the Bible said there was music and dancing. So the fact Christianity, the fact that you see, you are you are used to a certain type of life. But in Christianity, there's music and dancing. There's enjoyment in Christianity. Going on a vacation line on the beach with your wife is nothing. But some of you, some of some of you, if you were to dead to go to the beach for the whole time that you are there, you'll be casting out demons. I bind you, I bind you, I bind you. <laughs> the, the whole beach, the whole beach will become a proud. Uh, 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 As you are lying down, someone is going to I bind you. 
in your mind. You have to renew your mind about prosperity. Renew your mind. Okay? God blesses. Renew your mind about tithing. Some of you are so negative about tithing. You need to renew your mind. You have to renew your mind that you have to renew your mind that the word of God is true. Say, so bring in the tithe in the, in the, that I gave me, that I may pour out a blessing. So you may have an old mind that this pastor is the artist. This pastor is the chop money. Renew your mind. Otherwise, you continue to wallow in a certain difficulty, in a certain prosperity. Renew your mind. It's about time I start paying tithe. Because there's a blessing in it. I'm telling you, there is a blessing in it. And you have to learn to renew your mind. Renew your mind. That destiny, there's a blessing in it. Hallelujah. They transform. That's where the transformation, transformation comes. It comes by renew your mind. Renew your mind. Renew your mind. Tithing is a good thing from God. There's a blessing in giving tithes. Hallelujah. That's what it is. Renew your mind. Otherwise, you're stuck in your old ways. Renew your mind. You see, you have to renew. I'll tell you more. You see, you have to renew your mind that real blessing comes from God. Not, not that I, I work hard, but let me see, don't put all your trust in God. I'm not saying don't work hard, but don't put your trust in God. Because some of you, some of you came from a background that asked to take him as work hard. Be careful. Be very careful. Except the Lord build. He builds in vain. Except the Lord watch. He watch in vain. A point must come in your life in that you know that God is the one who blesses. And therefore, no matter what I do, I must make room for God. Because I tell you, hey, it's a good place to cry for the Lord. Renew your mind. And, and someone like, personally, someone like me, that's where I am. Personally, I mean, that's where I am. Personally, personally, I'm at that place where I mean, a real blessing comes from God. Personally, that's what I think. Personally, that's what I think. I think that real blessing and prosperity comes from God. Not necessarily hard work. Hard work? Go and read Peter said, I have toiled all night and caught nothing. I have toiled all night and caught nothing. So, Joe, I personally have come to that place, that real blessing. How I can real blessing, real prosperity is from God. It's God just trying to kick in your prosperous. One day. One day. One day. Your fortune can change one day. One idea. Just like that. And sometimes what is even amazing is that God can use a season of crisis to bless you. Hallelujah. So I have just come to believe it. I personally believe that we are prosperous. Because I've known people who have worked hard. 
they work hard. They work hard. You see, you can work hard. Then suddenly one accident, one bill, boom. Bishop tells of her brother. I'm preaching to you. Bishop tells of her brother. Who used to drive cap in Switzerland? No, she was working work in Switzerland. And she was so busy, she couldn't come to church. Every day making money over time, making money. One bishop, oh no, I'm working, I can't come. I'm working, I can't come. Then one day, he was driving. And as he was driving, somebody's car for parking. I think he was parking. And he didn't see well, Mercedes Benz. So he backed into the Mercedes and did not see. But in Switzerland, it's not like you will go. Every street corner, there's a light, police light. So they took a picture you know, from the camera. They could see the accident. And he did not stop. But they said that. And like he didn't report it. So after many days or weeks, he got a, a mail with the picture. And I tell you, the brother said, look, the, first of all, it was one of these expensive Mercedes. What? And the fact that he, he so ran away, he was the one who was telling us that the bill that came to him on that Sunday, there's no amount of overtime. So if only that Sunday he had gone to church. <laughs> if only that Sunday. And you have to believe God. God is the one who blesses. God is the one who blesses. Marriage, God is the one who blesses. Good children, God is the one who blesses. You just have to renew your mind. So that your attitude will change. I'm telling you. In your mind. Just have a renewed mind. Don't be too fixated on your efforts. I'm not saying don't work hard, but be careful. I have, I'm, I'm at that point in my life. I know that real prosperity comes from me. You know what I believe now? <laughs> like I showed you last week, God showed me a revelation. But you don't even need many people, just one person. When, it's, when it comes to God, it's quality, not quantity. Look, you just need one person to say this, and that's it. Hallelujah. So let us learn to renew our mind. Amen. Yes. I can't we need. Read the Bible. Pray. Hallelujah. I say hallelujah. Yeah, renew your mind. Read. Look, I'll tell you something. Renew, you see, mind renewal. The reason why you have to renew your mind is that the battle is always in your mind. The battleground is in your mind. When Satan is fighting you, he will fight you in your mind. Do you think that, do you think that when Jesus Christ went to fast 40 days and 40 nights, and it was, he was tempted of the devil, do you think the devil came to stand there? Yeah, go and read your, no. It wasn't the devil was not standing there to say, turn this stone. The devil was not standing there physically. It was a mental it was not that as well the Satan came it's okay can you take no 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 it was a mind thing a thought came it was a thought it was a thought that if you are hungry why don't you turn the stone and the Bible said he was tempted so you are tempted in your mind your thoughts 
that's the battleground. That's where the fight is. The battle is in the mind. The battle is in the mind. It's your mind, your thoughts. So when the Bible says resist the devil, it means resist from thoughts. Expect the devil to come and stand and say, Go and do this. No. So the battle is always in the mind. So, so if you don't renew your mind, you see, you see, don't tr- let me tell you something. Don't try to kill a snake in the grass. If you want to kill a snake, take him to a concrete. Take him to the street where he is not that agile. In the grass, it is his home ground. Okay, so don't try to fight. So if you want to fight the devil, renew your the battleground is your mind. As you renew your mind, you are changing the battleground. Jesus had fasted for 40 days and 40 nights, so he has changed the battleground. So when that idea came, his mind was already renewed. Satan tempts you to your thoughts. So when the Bible says resist the devil. Resist thoughts. Thoughts. Thoughts are like beds. Thoughts are like beds. You cannot prevent a bed from flying over your head, but you can prevent it from settling on your head. You cannot, and this, you can, some thoughts, look, they can come because they are like beds. You can't prevent them, but you have the power to prevent them from settling on you. Some things as you meditate and as you brood on it, you are believing. It's not every thought you should entertain. The devil will always fight you in your mind. The battleground of temptation is the mind. That is why, you know, after being a pastor for a while. I hardly believe it when brothers tell me, Reverend, it was accidental. I wasn't planning. <laughs> accidental is very rare. As if, you, if it was accidental, why was there a condom in your pocket? <laughs> it is it's premeditated. I don't believe accidental. So, your mind. The battle is in your mind. Hallelujah. That is why if you want to fight the devil, this, this afternoon, change the way you think. Change the way. So you cannot prevent certain thoughts from coming. But, I mean, they will come like bats, but don't allow them to settle. Thank you. That's the other verse. I will say, casting down imagination and every thought. You see, imagination is in the mind. And every time that rises against the knowledge of God. So the battle is always in the mind. So you think right, you act right. You think wrong, you act wrong. So Jesus was tempted in the mind. I'm telling you today. A thought. The divorce was in the mind. In the mind. Leave her. And as you brood on it, as you may do it, it gets roots. But if when it came, 
We said no. Casting our imaginations. Hallelujah. Yeah. It's in the mind. Hallelujah. That is why you have to be careful the way you think. Philippi I'm concluding Philippians 4 8. Philippians 4 8. Think right. Philippians 4, verse 8. Finally, and I'm also saying the same thing. Finally, finally, brethren or church members, most of our things are true. Most of our things are honest. Most of our things are just. Most of our things are pure. Most of our things are lovely. Most of our things are of good report. If there be any virtue, if there be any praise, think on these things. Think on these things. Think on these things. So this thing that you, this story that you heard, that you are meditating on it, that you, is it a good report? Is it, does it bring virtue? Think on these things. Think on these things. This thing that is bringing you fear, why are you thinking on it? This thing that is bringing you worry, why are you thinking on it? Is it a good virtue? Is it a good report? Why are you meditating on being removed, being sick, being sick? Why are you thinking on this? For sure. If, 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 if it's lovely, is this lovely? This thing that you are meditating on, is it lovely? This thing that you are thinking about it, is it lovely? Is it lovely? Is it something you want to happen? Why are you thinking about it? It's about time. You resist the devil. You must be able to say that this thing, I'm not, listen to me, I'm speaking to you prophetically. You must be able to say that from today, I will not think about this thing again. There are some people here, some thoughts are not, some thoughts have been bothering you. It's not a good report. It's not lovely. Decide that from today, I will not think about this. This is it. This is the last time I meditated on these thoughts. I am done for with these thoughts. It's not lovely. It's not a good report. It is not pure. It's not pure. It's not honest. So I refuse to think about it. And as you take that approach, you are dealing with the devil. You are telling the devil, get thee behind me. Because the battle is in the mind. And you have overcome the battle in the mind. Stand up to your feet and let's close. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Finally, my brethren, most of our things are true. Most of our things are honest, just, pure, lovely, good report. If there be any virtue, if there be any praise, think on these things. I want you to pray for a few minutes. You know, I feel like we should pray. You know, some of us have been some of us have been struggling with certain thoughts. I, I believe strongly. We have been struggling with certain thoughts. 
you have been struggling with certain ideas which is not good they are not right they don't bring any virtue they don't bring any praise but we are, it, it keeps on recurring and to this this afternoon i want us to pray by the power of the holy ghost to cast out that imagination to cast out that thought recurrent thoughts of god recurrent ideas of god that is not helpful it is not helpful but it's always coming it's always coming but the bible says cast down imaginations of god thank you holy spirit thank you holy spirit Lord, prepare me. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Lord, prepare me. Thank you. Thank you. Lord, prepare me Thank you. to be a sanctuary, pure and holy, tried and true. Before we leave here, I just want to pray for everyone here. You are struggling with certain thoughts. You are struggling with certain ideas. Certain imaginations, which according to Philippians, are not pure, are not lovely, are not true, are not honest. Whoever you are, wherever you are, I want you to put your hand on your head and we'll pray. Put up your hand on your head and we'll pray. Whoever you are, the thoughts are not pure. They are not true. They are not honest. Hallelujah. Father, in the name of Jesus, I go down on my knees, casting down imaginations, casting down imaginations, thoughts and ideas. That is not lovely. That is not pure. That is not honest report. Father, we drive it out in Jesus' name. We drive them out in Jesus' name. We drive them out in Jesus' name. Thank you. That our thoughts will be pure. Our thoughts will be honest. Our thoughts will be worthy. Our thoughts will be of good report. In Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you. Wait. Get communion. It's time for communion. Before we sit down, you are here, you are not born again. You don't know Jesus Christ as your personal savior. You are watching me on the internet. You are watching on Facebook. You must be born again. So anybody who is not born again, both the early sign and the latter sign is not there. You have not openly accepted Jesus Christ as your personal savior. Why don't you lift up your hand wherever you are? If you are in person, lift up your hand. 
If you are at home, lift up your hand and let's pray. I want to see your hand go up. Even if you are in person. And say this after me. Heavenly Father, this afternoon, I come as a sinner. Have mercy on me and save my soul. I want to be a child of God. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Amen. Hallelujah. Get your communion ready. With thanksgiving, I'll be a living. You can sit down. Sanctuary for you. fear and anxiety that is affecting your health is removed in Jesus name hallelujah look let me tell you something take good care of your health okay take good care of your health but stop worrying about your health all the time okay stop worrying about by his stripes you are healed Do what you are told to do medically, but stop living, stop dwelling your mind on it all the time. It's, it's about time you begin to say that I am healed and I'm well. Say with me, I'm healed and I'm well. Some things, let me tell you something, because some things they only bring fear. Stop worrying. It's about time you say to yourself. God is in control. Say after me, God is in control. My future is secure. I want to hear, God is in control. My future is secure. Because that, that worry, that anxiety is a battle. It's Satan speaking and fighting. Take the bread. The Bible says, by his stripes you were healed. Father, we thank you for the broken body. The Bible says, by his stripes you were healed. We pray over this bread. This is our healing. This is our peace. This is our healing. This is our peace. The body of Christ. We made the bread. And Father, so we pray over the cup, the wine. This is the blood of the New Testament. 
Mrakata anali mazunurika bendelika brekata anali amajinuria baba. This is the blood that speaks better things. This is the supernatural drink. The wine that make it a man's heart glad. Father, you said that the life is in the blood. I lift up this cup and as we drink the blood, we are believing for extension of life. Father, I decree and I declare that whatever our life is, 10 more years is being added. Extension of life. In Jesus' name, amen. Drink the blood. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you for the blood. Thank you for the blood. The life is in the blood. Thank you for extension. In Jesus' name. Amen. Are you blessed? I said, are you blessed? The battle is in the mind. And thank God, we have overcome the battle of the mind. Hallelujah. I think it's a good thing, it's a good place to honor the Lord with your first and best. So, for those of us at home, Facebook, everybody, if you came to church with your tithes, your first and best, I would like you to come forward gently and I'll pray for you. Too small in my eyes. Oh no. Forgive me. Want to honor the Lord with your first and best. Please come. And I have believed in a lie that you were unable to help me. Oh, Jesus. But now, oh, Lord, I don't live a lie anymore. Oh, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Heal my heart and show yourself strong. In the name of Jesus, as we have come to honor you with our first and best, the Bible says, when you bless, no man can curse. And whom you curse, no man can bless. Father, let there be a blessing as your people come to honor you and curse those who curse them. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Thank you. You can give your first and best. This second offering, this second offering, I'm going to give you a revelation. 
The Bible said, Give, and it shall be given back unto you. Good measure, pressed down. Hallelujah. Can I give you a mind renewal? No, do not a mind renewal. I want you to also renew your mind about getting that is not everything that you have to work to get. Right, hallelujah. That in life, there's a place called blessing where people also give to you. Amen. Because some of us have a mind that everything that we use, someone we must earn it. Begin to renew. Look, there is a, a component of life whereby you, you are blessed. It's not everything you have to work to fight for. So when you are calculating your income at the end of the month, leave a column for blessing. You should be able to say that my paycheck from my work is 3,000 and I'm expecting the, a blessing of 500. So my budget is 3,500. <laughs> Do you believe it? Hallelujah. So give a good offering, expecting a blessing. Lift it up. Let's pray. I want everybody to lift up an offering. Lift up. We are not doing impasse. We are not doing basket offering. So just test to give. Father, we thank you for the opportunity to give. We bless it in Jesus' name. Amen. I'm waiting for you to give. Be magnified, oh Lord, oh my God. In my heart, we exalted, and there is nothing you Amen. Hallelujah. May God be magnified in your life. I say, may God be magnified in your life. Amen. Hallelujah. Are there birthdays in the house? Oh, wow. The Bohemus. Wow. Let's we hope you've been blessed. Feel free to join any of our services. Contact us at qfcannouncements at gmail.com. That's qfcannouncements at gmail.com.